You are listening to the GAFCast. We're going to bring you to new heights and show you places you've never been. Tune in, sit down, get a warm can of Tesco Lager and sit down and enjoy this episode of the GAFCast. Pubs will hardly ever open again. We're going to go all around the world and back again. We're going to cover everything here at the GAFCast. And I hope you're ready and I hope you're strapped in. You reckon that vaccine's hard dodgy. Keep your arms inside the vehicle at all times. You are listening to the GAFCast and shit is about to get real. That Fergal Bowers over there. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Darren Gaffney and you're listening to the Gaffcast. Yeah, so I'm a bit later in the week with the episode um, this week. So I apologise. Uh, I had a few messages to attend to. Had to run a few errands. So one thing led to another and uh, yeah, I was a bit later coming out. So saws about that. Um, if you're waiting eagerly for the episode to come out and it got delayed. <laughs> um but we're here now, that's the most important thing. And it's a fine Irish summer's evening as I sit here recording this episode. It says lashing rain outside and then it's like sunny for a few minutes and then lashes rain again, which is uh, the standard Irish bipolar weather. Um, we had a good few days though, during the week there, it was like nice and uh, sunny and uh, everyone was all buzzing about. And yeah, I think the weekend now, going to be given uh, good weather, but... Uh, at the minute it's raining and it's like really that hot, sticky kind of weather. Do you know when it's like you don't know what to be at? Like if you wore like a windsheet or to training or something like that and you're like sweating, but then should you take it off or should you leave it on? It's the great debate, but it's that kind of weather anyway. <laughs> it's actually fairly warm in the room here recording this. I'm feeling a bit just a bit like, do you know, sweltering kind of sort of, sort of heats. Sticky, it's just sticky weather, sticky and warm and just shite. But I think it's good for 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 growing for the grass and that. Uh, yeah. So I have a few, there's a few a few vegetables planted here at the house, and I'd say it's good weather for them. I'd say to be thriving in that weather. There's a few heads of cabbage and spuds and onions and what else is there? Just beetroot and carrots, and a few turnips too. It's great to see. There's lettuce as well. I don't know if I said lettuce, but um, it's great to see the few vegetables there and yeah so pros and cons of everything in life it's shit weather and for for us but for the vegetables and the grass it's it's great so there you go actually before I uh, before I sat down to record the podcast I had a, a food item that I hadn't had in a long time and I actually forgot how good it was and do you know what it was it was the the pot noodle the green one, specifically. Um, I think the green one is undisputed uh, champion of the pot noodles. I, I haven't really had all the other colours. I had the, the yellow one and the blue one. It's a blue one charmaine flavour, I think. I love, I'd be fond of a charmaine now from the Chinese, but it wasn't great. I think it was the blue was the charmaine. Um, any pot noodle fans out there uh, can correct me after, because like, I'm not actually arse looking that up. To be honest, so, um, but the green one is the, the chicken and the mushroom, and uh, it's just a it's just a, an explosion of flavour. To be honest, I don't know it's just so nice. Uh, it got taken off the market. I remember a few years ago. Uh, I think it was because, well, as my memory goes, it was for too many e numbers um, in the pot noodle. I know that sounds like absolute shy talk. Um, I don't know what e numbers are really. 
but I'm guessing it's really bad stuff stuff that's not good for your body and whatever department is over the food and all that crack is a bored beer uh, or today <laughs> I was about to say a bored pneumonia <laughs> I think they're the turf and they're, they're the bogs. I don't think they'd be looking after the old pot noodles. Um, or whatever crowd anyway said here, like that, that's shite for you. So they must have took that out. I presume they did because it's back on the market now. And it's so tasty. But you do feel like hard shite after eating it. Like you kind of just feel disappointed in yourself. You know, you're not feeling when you go in and get a McDonald's. Like you're absolutely starving. And like, oh, I'll get a McDonald's here. And then it's so satisfying when you're eating it. But after like, ugh. You just feel like miserable. Just, you feel like shit. And you feel like hungrier as well, kind of thing. That's hardly good for you, like. You're after eating a big feed and you're still, you're still hungry. The belly's still rumbling. But, uh, no, I just had that pot noodle there. And um, I haven't had the pot noodle come down yet. But so it was tasty and it was delicious. And I love at the end as well, the way you can drink it. So the way you have all the noodles gone. Actually, for my liking now, there wasn't enough noodles in it. Um... The last time, I, I remember having ears going, there was definitely more noodles than that, so that's a fucking sham. Um, I might write a complaint into it. I don't know who, what company makes pot noodle. But, yeah, that's that was probably the only downside. But everything else, now, you had a little sachet of soy sauce you could just tear and add in after and uh, pour in the water. Well, the, the process is you pour in the water and then you leave it, stir it around a bit and then leave it again and then pour in the soy sauce while leaving the lid on the whole time. And it was delicious. Um, but when when I was talking about the E numbers, I remembered, I remember hearing the same story about, like I don't know if a lot of people know, but it used to be Cav and Cola. I'd say a lot of people uh, from Cav know that, but yeah, we used to have our own our own cola, and I actually never tasted it, um, which is uh, disappointing. But like that would be so, I'd have so much pride if we still had that, but it got scrapped as well because of the E numbers. Uh, too many E's <laughs> in the in the Coca Cola. Everyone go. Aaron Calvin was going around dancing their heads off. Uh, in the, <laughs> uh, I think I don't know. The E numbers must be something like uh, obviously just some. Yeah, I just said like some shite stuff for you. Like I don't know what's. I know like the Chinese food is all that um, MSG and all that, but that's not bad for you. Well, it probably is bad for you, but it's like addictive as is addictive as fuck. I think. Um. But yeah, the the pot noodle, the pot noodle was tasty, and they must have they must have sorted that stuff out with it that was wrong with it a few years ago, because it's back on the market. It's back on the market a while. Uh, I might be stocking up on them pot noodles now. That that one there was delightful, but you always get you always get sick of them after a while, you know. Like in college and that, I'd always, you'd always have one there for in case of an emergency. You'd store it, store it there, and you'd whip it out. But you would find you can't be eating them. You cannot be eating them every day. It just doesn't go down. It doesn't go down well with your body. Just whip one out once a week. You know that that's the solid thing to do. Um, so that's the way it is with everything. Uh, in moderation, you know, too much of anything is bad for you. But just a little little dabble here and there with the with a crack, not crack cocaine, <laughs> having the crack and a little dabble with a bit of everything. A little dabble in a different types of foods, a little dabble and a bit of exercise and just dabble, dabble here or there and everywhere in a bit of everything, but don't do too much because uh, that's bad and yeah, there's a bit of solid health advice there for you now. <laughs> uh, 
the Gaffcast, the home for all your healthcare needs. Yeah, I think we should probably uh, stop talking about pot noodles here and move on to more serious matters in the world. Not saying the pot noodles aren't serious, but more serious. One of the big news stories of or the last two weeks anyway, still ongoing with the, the Ryan airplane that was forced to land in Belarus um, after the Belarusian government found out that uh, that journalist was on it and um, who had been outspoken on the regime there and it got tipped off that he was on the plane so they diverted it and got it to land in Belarus and arrested uh, Roman Protasevich and his girlfriend and detained them. He's actually detained right now in Belarus and yeah, it's mad enough. Like, imagine being on that plane and just getting. Well, what happened was they said it was a a bomb scare on the plane, and that's what the the government said when it was flying in the airspace, and then got it to divert and land, and then just it was just a cover up, and then just to get your man arrested, get the plane on the ground in uh, Belarus and have him arrested. I think he was going to Lithuania, I think, from uh, Greece. So yeah, the dictator there. The president, um, Lukashenko, was like, here, fuck, rest that boy quick. Um, I think he, like, he used to, he's always, like, outspoken when he was abroad and publishing articles and stuff, and he, like, uh, organised, like, demonstrations against the government and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, so, like, your man Lukashenko is described. Um, he's, like, the last dictator in Europe or whatever. And it's a pretty bleak spot to live, Belarus, like... Uh, I feel bad for the for uh, Belarusian people, like because because it's just it's a shite situation. Like um, you can take that you take a lot of stuff for granted here, or like in any kind of relatively uh, or free kind of Western uh, democracy and stuff, and they're stuck with a, a dictator and they can't do fuck all. Um, like you always see arguments for free speech and stuff here, and people trying to preserve uh, free speech, and then the whole dilemma between. Uh, people abusing it for hate speech and stuff, but you can see how important it is uh, when you come from from somewhere like uh, Belarus. Like, just can't like fucking say anything or criticize the government at all, and um, yeah, you end up in fucking jail. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just don't understand. Like a dictator, like what's the crack? Like why, like a man Lukashenko or Kim Jong Un in in North Korea little fat up of shit <laughs> like what is their story like like can they not just chill the beans and let the people have a good time in their lives just that, like I don't get the motivation for it behind like it's just a uh, a power trip um, just obsessed with power addicted to power and just fucking have to be a massive mong about it. like the fucking state of Kim Jong-un like if he was in secondary school in Ireland he would get bullied so bad and you know what? <laughs> Maybe that's what he needs is, is a good bullion. Uh, little barrel. It looks like a little uh looks like um what do you call them? Was it Quality Street they used to have the other roses? The little caramel barrels. <laughs> that's what he looks like, and he's a shit haircut as well. Uh, I'd love to just give him abuse. Like, do you know if you're on the school bus going to secondary school and like he was sitting up the front, just fucking <laughs> roaring abuse at Kim Jong-un. 
give him a good bullying. That'd sort him out. That'd take him off his high horse and bring him down a peg or two and get him to stop fucking firing missiles about the spot. Uh, little monghead. Um, but yeah, just so understand the, the motivation there. Like just um, for, for, well, obviously it's, it's got through a power and stuff like that. But I even seen, I was listening to um, a podcast the other day and I was talking about like like growing up in North Korea and just like how shy it is. Um, like they basically have no, a lot of them have no concept of anything outside of North Korea. And all they know is uh, they're just fed like uh, fed lies and stuff. And they could see like there was this uh, family. Uh, it was a a girl who escaped from North Korea, and um, she's in America now. But she's saying like they seen the lights across the way. It was China, like, but didn't have a clue like what was even over there or what China really was or anything, because they were uh, they weren't taught anything about anything else other than. Uh, the regime and North Korea and like to love Kim Jong Un, you always see them mad. Like that stuff is always mad when you see like the picture of the dictator on like the side of buildings and stuff, and everyone just worshiping. And it, <laughs> it was Kim Jong Un's head. Um, but yeah, she escaped. But when she did escape, she got to China, and like like China's not exactly a, a paradise either. And they were forced into slavery like straight away by the, uh, by the Chinese, like the human traffickers and stuff. And it's just shite, like, um, which makes me think as well, because I know, like, a lot of the time people going on about the past, a lot of shit things happen in the past, obviously. Like, there's shit things happening right now that a lot of people could actually solve. And at times people are fighting uh, about stuff that happened in the past. And it's like, here, what about all the really shit things that are happening right now that we could actually stop? Like, just say a whore, for example, the North Koreans who, who have been forced into slavery in China, like, um... Yeah, because like there's thousands, um, there's thousands of them uh, been held as slaves. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's how he's thinking anyway. But um, yeah, and apparently as well, Putin had just back to him uh, about Lukashenko and, and the journalist. Putin had something got to do with it. Um, he's a slippery old, slippery old reptile, uh, Vladimir Putin. Um, <laughs> he's always up to some shady business. So he is. Uh, he's kind of like that lad. Do you know who Putin would be? Don't like if you're going out drinking. Putin would be the lads, one of the group of the lads that wouldn't drink or would like sip at one drink all night. And when everyone's full, he'd be the one videoing everyone and plastering everywhere the next day. <laughs> That'd be Putin. He'd be just a snake. He'd be out to do you. Um, you know, by the head in him, so he would. I'd say he's a, well, he is. He's a slippery old reptile. And. No doubt he did have something got to do with it. And even with the with the hacking of the HSE and stuff, the hackers were based in uh, in Russia. And he says they had, they, the Russian government said it not, they didn't know anything about it. But sure, no doubt, there's not much going on in Russia under his schnout that he wouldn't know about. Do you know what I mean? So it's just shady. Uh, Ireland would want to watch out. Um, because especially with like everything becoming so heavily reliant on technology now and stuff, them governments like China and Russia who are looking for ways to advance their power and stuff, are definitely going to be targeting weaker countries and stuff. Kind of cyber warfare job. So we want to have our, our wits about us and we want to be buying our McAfee subscriptions and our Norton. We want to be keeping their Norton topped up <laughs> or else uh, or else we'd be all speaking Russian or Chinese, a bit of Mandarin, tangerines. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is the crack there. Hopefully, man... Um, 
Hopefully, I don't know, the European uh, European Union all are trying to get your man out of fucking jail in Belarus. But uh, it's not looking good because your man, Lukashenko, is, uh, doesn't seem like he's going to budge and he's telling everyone to fuck off. And then they were saying that uh, so America brought down that flight with uh, Snowden or they thought Snowden was on board and got it to land in uh, Vienna. So they're saying it's a bit of hypocrisy there. So look, I don't know. Um, but yeah, hopefully the the world community can impose some sort of sanctions or something and get your man and his girlfriend out of jail. Reports this week in Ireland of a dodgy spider, a creepy looking bastard of yoke, um, called the False Widow, is is becoming more dominant about the country, and is the reports of bites are going up. So the, the false widow has a venomous uh, bite. It's not too bad. Like it probably won't kill you. Uh, it could. It could potentially kill children though. And it uh, looks freaky as fuck. Uh, like if I went into my room now and there was one of them in my bed, I, I wouldn't actually be scared of spiders now. But that joke, um, I don't know. I'd have to go down and uh, just get an old pot or something. Get it out of there. Because I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be trusting it. Well, actually, yeah, you wouldn't trust it at all because most of the things that report are actually when you're asleep. So when you're sleeping, you want to be, you want to be sleeping with your eyes open because there could be a false widow spider about to crawl up your leg and bite you on the arse. <laughs> it wouldn't be pleasant. It would not be pleasant at all. Um, and uh, it's venomous as well, so that would be no crack at all. But um, it's often confused. I've seen with the black widow, which is his cousin. Uh, second cousin and <laughs> once removed but yeah it's, it's confused as the Black Widow that's why it's called False Widow I think the the Black Widow is more venomous it's more dodgy so it is uh, if you had a choice between between the False Widow and the Black Widow I think so I've read anyway that you would prefer the Black Widow Um, I think it's it seen that it the False Widow so I was like how the fuck did it get into the country and it came from the Canary Islands and uh, it was first reported in Ireland in Bray in the 90s. So obviously some, I don't know, Clem brought it home with them. And uh, now it's here. Because I remember in school, remember, uh, the do you know the Grey Squirtle? <laughs> the Grey Squirtle isn't actually native to Ireland. and actually wasn't wasn't here to begin with. Um, or, or, um, the Red Squirtle is our, our Squirtle. And um, as f- I actually have never actually really checked this story out, but as I can remember, I was somebody brought grey squirrels as a wedding gift to someone in Longford, <laughs> of all places, and they escaped, and now we're fucking over, overran with them. <laughs> but like, they're everywhere. Uh, but they didn't cross the Shannon. I remember that as well. So the red squirrel is grand over in Connacht. Because the grey squirrel hasn't figured out how to get over there yet. So hopefully he doesn't come up to Calvin and swing round by the top of the Shannon pot and go over that way. Or else the red squirrel in Connacht is fucked. Because the grey squirrel has like ruined a load of the the red squirrel's natural like well their habitat like and it's been um eating their food and just been in competition with them. So the gray, red squirrel is kinda of dying out. I don't know how it's going now, like if we got it kinda of under control, but a few years ago, anyway, it was it was kind of looking bad for the for the red squirrel, and the grey squirrel as well. Like they're absolute mongs. Like, like I don't like. It's kind of harsh to call them a rat, but like <laughs> the red squirrel is grand. Um, 
he's a, he, like the red squirrel is sound and kind of tips along but I don't know there's something about the grey squirrel it's kind of I don't mean to run them down that like but they're a bit like dirty aren't they kind of a bit and they're kind of like annoying the red squirrel kind of keeps to themselves I've never actually seen um, a red squirrel in Calvin uh, I don't know if they're about here at all but yeah, that was the story with that so obviously somehow a spider got over here a false widow and now they're kind of they're tr- apparently they're thriving here which is a uh, shite because normally you think stuff like that should just be over in Australia and <laughs> we don't have that many dangerous animals here like the, the canal badger you could the chances now of you going out into your lawn and getting attacked by a badger are slim to be fair um, but over in Australia like literally everything it, seems, it just seems like everything over there just wants to kill you like, it's kind of like why would, you, why would anyone go to Australia because Literally every single thing that is there is just like, I want to kill you. Because <laughs> I've seen with the spider, the most uh, dangerous spider in the world is the Sydney funnel web spider. And if you get a bite from that, like it's fucking dodgy. It's really venomous. There's been like 13 recorded deaths with it. And since the 80s, uh, there hasn't been any because they've got that anti, is it e-venomination or whatever the fuck it's called, anti-venom or whatever. So if you get that, like, you're all right. But if you don't, um, the kind of, the side effects can be bad enough. And then there's the coming in second place <laughs> for the dodgy spiders in the world is the red back spider. And it actually looks, uh, it looks like it'd be dodgy as well. as like red in its back, as it is in the name. But if you don't, it like, if you get uh, bit by that, it attacks like your nervous system and stuff and, and, and your muscles and you go weak and, and, and nauseous. But there's also uh, anti-venom available for that. But it's also like native to Australia like, as well. So what the fuck like? And then <laughs> and then as well, the most venomous snake in the world is the inland Taipan. And it is also native to Australia. One bite of it has enough toxicity to kill 100 people. Um, but as well with that, like, there's the, the anti-venom you can get. But... Um, it it doesn't saying that it doesn't it doesn't actually bite that much. It's not that aggressive. Uh, the brown snake and the saw scale viper have far more report bites. It's supposed to be a very aggressive snake. Now, the saw scale viper, and yeah, it's it's the cause of the most human deaths from from snakes uh, from bites and stuff. But like anyhow, that just makes it like we probably take it for granted in Ireland, like that. Uh, there's not that much stuff out there that is like gonna fucking kill you. Like, I know with all them, with the spiders and stuff and the snakes, like, you'll be all right if you get the, the anti-venom in you and get to a hospital. But, like, if you get, if that happens out in the middle of nowhere, like, that's the thing. If you're, I don't know, like, a secluded, like, rural area, out in the wilderness, um, if you're in the outback or something like that and you get attacked by one of them, um, and you just say, you could be, you could die, <laughs> which is a shite. Um, or you could get attacked by a dingo. Dingo at my baby. Um, I remember that story from school as well. When the dingo went and ate your, your one's baby out in the, the outback and everyone thought that she actually killed it. I must actually check that story out again. Um, could cover that in the next episode, maybe. Fucking dingoes. Wild dogs. Wild dogs. Like, the only thing wild dogs here is a cunt of a neighbour's dog when you go walking by and you try to bite the ankles at you. You don't have to worry about a dingo, which is grand. Like, I actually... I'm happy about that with Ireland. Like the weather is shite and that. Um, a lot of things are 
there's a lot of cons about Ireland, but there's a lot of pros as well. And one of them has to be the lack of fucking animals that can, uh, that can, will, will attack you and kill you, basically. Like, a lot of animals around here are grand. Like, we fox is not going to harm you there, or a bit of a rabbit, or an old deer. They're grand, they're sound. Um, but this false widow spider want to fuck off because we're all living in harmony here and we don't need it coming up and biting people in the arse. You know? Ten, that old clock's ticking. About time to say goodnight. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. So, folks, I've kind of rambled on and talked an awful lot. I'm shy for this episode, so as it is, I don't have time to cover a movie after the week this week. But next week, hopefully at the weekend, I'm going to get around to it and I'm going to stick it up on the Instagram story on the Instagram page at the GaffCast. And I'm going to ask for a few movie recommendations and you can fire them this way and I'll get watching them over the weekend and give it an hour review next week on the GaffCast. But yeah, uh, I'd like to thank you all for tuning into this episode and I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, and I hope you're all geared up for your weekend ahead. It's a bank holiday. Um, don't get up to too much shenanigans down in tomfoolery and uh, stay away from yourselves. And if you're going on a massive session, remember to bring your fucking letter home with you, messy whores. <laughs> but yeah, that is all for this week. And it's been a pleasure. And don't forget to follow and like the podcast um, on whatever platform you listen to your podcast because that is sound and that helps a lot. So yeah, cheers folks and enjoy your weekend and I'll see you all again next week here for some top quality crack at the Gaffcast. See you. Good luck.